You're listening to the Firestorm Podcast. Well, welcome again to the Firestorm Podcast. We are so excited, and this time we are rested, right, Loretta? Yes, we are. So we're sitting here at the table today, myself, Loretta McGowan, and our guest today is Diana Donahue, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today, Diana. It's a privilege and an honor to be here with you, ladies. I'm excited. That's good. One thing, you know, as I think about you... Diana, you know, we really connected probably three or four years ago, I think. Um, I can remember you being in some meetings at Dunamis and different things. But this year, we had a heart connection. And there's something really different about just knowing somebody Mm -hmm. uh, to say hello and, you know, bless you and all of that. But then when God connects your heart... It's something entirely different, and we had some prayer meetings today, uh, or not today, but in the preparation for the conference where Diana came to the house and prayed with us, and that's where I believe God connected us in the heart. So what he's about to do is going to be, woo, Exciting, exciting. Uh, You want to share a little bit about your backstory? Yeah, how I got involved with the yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yes, or just yes. you know, really about uh, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about you coming from Montana mm-hmm. to Vegas. I first want to hear how did that happen. <laughs> well, the first draw was my son moved here to teach about eleven years ago, so that was my draw to invest in my grandchildren's life. Um, he, I have a son and a daughter, and my my um, son's grandchildren ch- are younger than my daughter's, and they're in Montana. So I really wanted to invest in them. And then, as my husband and I prayed, we really felt God wooing us and and drawing us here to Las Vegas. That He had a purpose and a plan for us to be here. So I know you know you had a ministry in Montana. And um, talk a little bit about that ministry, and then how did that evolve here in Las Vegas? Yes, um, in 2004 is when God started this work of, it was called Heaven's Open Door. And um, we built a home. The company I worked for was a general contractor, and they built that home for me at cost, which was an incredible blessing which enabled me to come here as well and pay for my house. Wow, 100% awesome, paid for here. awesome. So I could retire early. And so that's been an incredible blessing. And God's favor on our lives is so amazing. So um, when we built the house, we actually had people come and we poured wine on our land and everything and prayed at communion right there and anointed the land and knew God had a purpose for us to be in the north of the city of Billings, Montana. And so um, it was prob- we were probably in that home maybe nine months when God started stirring us up and we knew we were going to start opening our homes to have meetings and it was God gave the scripture to my husband in Revelations about the open door. And we felt like we were going to be an open portal over the city to pray. And when we were in Montana, 
the flow was more intercessory. Mm-hmm. We had many intercessors that came. And again, it was that unity flow. We had churches represented from all over the city that would come to our meetings. And we brought people in and actually had meetings down in our basement as well. That was huge. And um, so hosted that as well as the heavens open door because our heart was to open the heavens and see God move right. in our city yes. and also break um, people into the fullness of the Holy Spirit as well. So when we came here to Las Vegas, Heaven's Open Door has been totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's completely different. Yes. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. You gotta die to the old. Yes, We've done yes. that, you know, and and let God do the new thing. Yes. And so share about that. Well, um, earlier I shared with Brenda how when I first got here the transition that takes place in our life is, you know, you mourn for the old to come into the new. Yes. And how God prophetically brought this young man to Heaven's Open Door in um, when we were there, probably 2009. And he ended up giving us a prophetic word after we were here. And one of the things he said in this prophetic word <laughs> is... Um, that the Lord would bring prostitutes to our home. The Lord would bring men that were, um, you know, influential and that they would have drug problems and we would cut cut that off of them. Right. And break, break you know, the soul ties. Yes, break it, break it. So that's why I have a connection with Deborah, which I'm not surprised she was before me in, in a podcast. So... God is amazing what he does. So it's been body ministry at Heaven's Open Door. Um, We've touched the lives, and then later we did have someone come on a regular basis that she came and shared, and she was a prostitute. And and I believe God has broken that off of her. By now we prayed many prayers um, with her and has stood with her. Can uh, love her into the truth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Right. You can't be harsh and say, "You got to stop this right now, or you're going to be in trouble." You got to love them into it, and God's big enough to convict them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, she came and shared her story with us after one meeting. How that started, and just kept loving on her and yeah, that's, that's every the, time she would come to the, the meeting pour into her and pour into no her no judgment so, just love absolutely absolutely so it's it's definitely been different um we have had times where we have really pressed into prayer and um prayer has been a big part of my walk with the lord right so uh where do you meet i mean you meet in your home right yes and how often do you meet? We do it the second Saturday and the fifth Saturday of every month. Is it so open it's up? monthly. It's it, open it, to anybody. everybody. Anybody can come, yes. Um, sometimes I put it on Facebook. I don't do it every month, but I have an uh, email that I send out to remind people okay. and invite people to it. If someone would be interested in coming, how do they get a hold of you to, to find out more information? Um, they can uh, email Send me an email, and my and email address is d i a n a l y n n d o n a h u e at gmail.com. So they can just send me an email, and I'll give them the information, give them the address. 
and okay. again re reiterate yeah. to them the times we do it well, right. that's good and also if you know most of you know our email address that we can Put contact you in contact her with her, with yes, Diana, yes, which is glvwministry at gmail.com. So that's part of what we, we do, do right. is you know, connect. We're, Absolutely, we're, I mean, that's we're that's connectors, our, we're right. connectors, yes, that's what yes, we do. yes. And yeah. so, we're so exciting because every year we do the conference, uh, we hear you know what comes of that of these connections that take place and you know people being act, asked to speak that have <clears throat> never spoken before mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's a mandate God has given Loretta and I to give the unheard voice a voice right yes right so yes. we're excited about yeah. that yeah we heard you had an encounter of an uh, important at the uh, uh, conference this last year. Uh, Share what the impartation was, and then what was your experience? Okay, the impartation there. Um, you know, most of the time we think that we should have an impartation. You know, the scripture talks about you lay hands on somebody right. and you impart and stir right. up the gifting of sure. God. And that's something I love right, to right, do. Right. That's part of my calling too. That's who you to are. Stir up, <laughs> to stir up and yeah. stir up and pull people into their destinies. So there... It was so interesting because every time I prayed, no matter what level it was, the empowerment that I experienced from God was increased. And it just kept increasing more and more and more. You know, and when I joined in and, and prayed with Deborah, I was part of the um, intercessors' prayer You're team. You're talking prayed. about Deborah Gauthier or Deborah? Deborah Myers. Deborah Myers. Yes. And also with Deborah Gothier. Gothier as well, during the conference, I ended up being there several times right. when she was praying for other people to see soul ties broken off, to see them get set free, to come closer to Christ. And so that's what happened to me. I mean, I was in awe, and at the very end of the meeting, we finally opened the altars for people to come forward. So I started praying for people, and the empowerment was just beyond anything I experienced. And I got a divine hookup with one gal, which I, in fact, I emailed her or texted her this morning that I want to get together because I love to awesome. mommy. Yeah. I love to mommy. Awesome. <laughs> so good. Uh, the young ones, I love it. I love it. I was a youth pastor back in the back in the late eighties, yeah. early nineties for was, several we years. Too, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So I love the young ones, and I still have a connection with them on Facebook. That's one thing that's fun about Facebook. Right. I get on my birthday, I get precious little um, messages Mommy from that. Messages. Yes, 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 which always just, <gasps> you yeah, know, delight yeah. me it's so much. Heart. Yeah, it really does. So, and then the next day at Dunamis, that's the church I go to, uh, my husband and I oversee the altar teams there at Dunamis, and I was praying, and the empowerment just increased that much more. I mean, people were shaking, laughing, crying, and um, I was praying with Leslie McCormick, which wow, was, yeah, which was also Leslie. someone mm -hmm. who is part of the prayer team, but also was part of the intercessor team yeah, she's for awesome. the conference she as was. well, and she is a mighty woman of God. Yes, she is. I love her. Yes, yes. So... Uh, that flow back and forth as one thing that I wanted to share in this whole idea of impartation what I felt at the conference also 
is um, when Elizabeth and Mary got together, their babies leaped that's in their right, bellies. Right. That's right. And that's what I sense mm -hmm. happened a lot at this conference, is our babies were leaping right. with one another, and we yeah. encourage one another and stir each other right. up and stand with each other and right. honor one another to fulfill their callings and giftings. Right. And I love that. That was exciting. Yes. It is. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we were really frustrated with um, in that facility, we had so many restrictions, and there was so many things that, you know, I had in my heart to do. Like, one was a salvation call. I, I felt like last year we began, uh, we felt like we had missed making a call for first-time salvations. And last year, we had 11 brand new, new babies, babies and wow. that were born wow. again and so that just blessed us and we didn't want to deviate from that but because of the restrictions we were not able to make that altar call like we wanted to yeah. however yes. god is still god, god. Yes. but yes. god and it's all back to this impartation thing that we are talking about God made the altar call, and as of, I think we went to dinner, was it last night? Yes. Um, with our team, mm -hmm. we had 10 that we know of brand new salvations. salvations. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Yay. That is we, yes. we were like so thrilled. Yes. I mean, we, you know, Loretta was given the report. She yes, goes through yes. the evaluations of the first time, and, and Terry goes, did you count my two? No, we didn't count your two. It's like, and I feel like it's going to be like that. Right. We're yes. going to hear. Well, yes. I more and more, saved, more, yes. You know, I got saved at that conference, or God did this for me. God did that for me. And it was all sovereignly God right. by impartation. Yes, it was. Um, because we only had that one little uh, call to the altar. Right. And then basically we got kicked out of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But still it did not stop God no. from no, it doing did. God's sovereign. He can do. do what he wants to do in spite of what we're restricted by. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's I exciting. know that was one thing that every time I would come into the auditorium after lunch or after breaks or whatever... Um, there were people being ministered to all oh, yes. over the building yeah. continually. Yes. And that was so amazing. It was. So. See, it, it comes down to that body ministry. Yes. yes. Right. We have to, you know, so many times people get, uh, you've got to have, uh, be critiqued a million times and you've got to uh, know, can they be on your ministry team where our philosophy is? <laughs> Come and pray for the women. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. Let God be God. Yeah. Let Him do His thing. It's right. not about us. It's right. about Him. It's not yes. a formula. It, there's no, no formula no. to it. It's just God. You know, yeah. it's, it's like preparing the women's hearts to receive, and I don't yes. care. Uh, Wendell That's would call beautiful. it wet donkey or something else you know? <laughs> yeah. whoever he chooses to, to use, use he yes. can use, use. sovereignly and so our hearts are, are to be open to that right. and mm -hmm. just allow God to be God mm -hmm. and, and heal the women that need to be healed physically yes. heal the women that need to be healed spiritually right. and I love that too every time I walked in yes I loved seeing the prayer that was taking yes. place amongst the women. And our team was saying, I got ministered to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I got ministered to. Mm -hmm. I, I, we all need to be ministered to. Absolutely. There is no one that can sit back and say, I have arrived. I, I right, know. no. You know, Diana, you have been in church 
most all of your life. Mm -hmm. So you've seen a lot of things mm -hmm. in the church. So here's a question. Um, what is the one thing if if you if you could see God coming in in a in a church atmosphere and change one thing that we have done wrong because we have not done everything right, right. as a church, mm -hmm. what would that be? Definitely, just what you're talking about to um, for people to realize that they have. God inside of them. Right. This very same God that we all do. The same right. God that was inside of Jesus Christ. Right. right. That divine flow that they could be used by God and speak, touch, love. Yeah. Just right. like God does. Yeah. And to knock off any restraints to that. Um, I always believe that... Um, if there, somebody makes a mistake, you're right there to pick them up. That's right. right. It, mistakes are not too hard for God whatsoever. So I believe in more freedom. That's how I feel is important. And right. I believe the church is coming into that yes. very, very place. Right. So more freedom. Less um, religion, less, more freedom. Less, less religion. <laughs> we heard that yeah, a lot yeah, at the conference. Yeah, we did. Right? But it's so true because you can be a religious drunk. You can be... Anything religious, but it's a relationship with Jesus. Exactly. It's all you know, about intimacy with that's right. Him. It is. Right. Yeah. And it always comes back to love. Yes. You know, no matter yes. what we do, we have got to have love because there's mm -hmm. challenges, you know, in, in every church, mm -hmm. there's a challenge. And the bottom line is you hit that with love every Absolutely. single time. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we're human and... What was what's the thing you tell me when I get upset with something? Sometime you tell me something's better than vinegar. <laughs> oh, what's uh, that honey, 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 honey is better than vinegar, yeah. and I know she's make gonna lemonade. say it. <laughs> <laughs> make some lemonade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so doggone, I gotta say, I need some more honey. <laughs> I know it's amazing because um, I've had people come to me and say we want to be part of the prayer ministry at my church and I'll say what do we need to do do we need to go through a class and I'll look at them and say did God tell you to come and be a part of the prayer ministry and they go yeah I really feel that stirring I said well come on you're yeah, part of it that's right, right now that's right, there's yeah. no requirement no, it's just coming right. in and learning and I said to you know most people that do that if you want to uh, partner with somebody I'll put you with a, right. a, a partner you want to come with two partners you know with a, a, a team right. first to start team out with right. yeah, so you can see how that flow goes right. then we do that as right. well so right. that we pull them in no matter yeah. what level yeah I'm, I'm at. A, right I'm a firm believer and when someone wants to start like that Put them with someone yes. because sometimes they're just babies and they really don't yes. know. And so they can be yes. if they do something that's just maybe a little bit off, they can just get loved back into the yes. thing and do yes. it right. But yeah. that's how you learn. Absolutely. It should always be a safe place. Absolutely. You know. And you learn by those mistakes. And you learn by you those make. mistakes. Yeah. If you don't make any mistakes, you're God. And I sure ain't him. It's about a team. You know, one of the questions mm -hmm. we asked our team last night, I said, okay, you know, we We've got, uh, a, 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 we added a couple of gals to our team this year, mm -hmm. and we said, okay, so what's, what is it like to go from being in charge Just, of one little aspect 
of the conference to being upfront and totally involved. And it was an interesting answer. Yes, it was. You know, it's a whole different dynamic as you move into that and become a real part of the team. And I, I feel like, you know, we've got so many teams. Like, we can't do it without the... Prayer team, right? Yeah. That is so important Absolutely. of what you bring to the conference. We have to have that. That's right. The prophetic team is a whole nother different dynamic. Yes. We need that. And it's like what we talked about, all those gifts. Every single church ha- is gifted. Right. Absolutely. And we can't do it without, without the whole team. Everybody. Yes. We have to take yes. glean from everybody. Because not everybody has everything. And you would be worn out if you had to try to do everything. You just Absolutely. could not possibly do it. I was worn out with just the stuff we had to do. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. I would be frazzled. I think I'd be. De- I think I'd be dead. <laughs> so, if there's if there's one thing that you've encountered in your in your life, what would you like to pass on to younger? Uh, people. Yeah, you got a heart for those young people. Yes, I do. I do. Uh, Probably two things. And the first one, we mentioned it earlier, intimacy. Intimacy with the Lord. Uh, One of my favorite scriptures in Philippians where it says to know Him. To know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His suffering. And you cannot spend enough time with Him absolutely can't and there's so many facets and you know getting in his word knowing his word that's being intimate with him spending quiet time with him you know worshiping him i play guitar and and spend a lot of time just alone with the lord in worship and it just has impacted my life right just investing in that time with him loving on him so that would be the foundation of it all and the second one that I would say is dream big. Dream big. Dream big. That he is a far exceeding God. He goes beyond our dreams. He goes beyond our fears. He goes beyond our hopes. You know, our plans um, are limited, but God can go way beyond that. So that's what I would tell them. Dream big. That's good. He's able. He is able. That's real good. And you know, we're looking for younger women. Right. We talked about this last night too. It's, It's, you know, we're not all old. We're not. We're, you know, and I don't. I don't feel, feel old. old. I'm no. only 21. This body just hasn't caught up with that. You know. But we always have our eyes on the younger women because this baton. That's the next. Will have to be, be passed. passed. Absolutely. And so you know, you might be a younger woman out there today saying, "Man, I'd like to be a part of that." Um, what can I do to be a part of it? That you know, Nicole Green says it well. She just said, I just volunteered. That's all I did. I just volunteered. And so in when we are doing things like this, we need a lot of volunteers right. to just come into relationship mm-hmm. yeah. with us. God will do more through a divine connection relationship as right. we enter in together mm-hmm. than anything. It's just when I think about you, Diana, I am never going to stop thinking about the popcorn. popcorn. Yes. <laughs> With that you. was so good. That was such an awesome oh. time. We had a prayer meeting, and she just brings up popcorn. Well, we went off on popcorn. <laughs> yes. We had we got a whole message on popcorn. Yeah, got a whole message, and I'm going to preach it. So yes, amen. I can't wait to see that. I have been too busy mm-hmm. to sit down and just get it all, just hear God and see what what 
do you want to tell me about more about this popcorn? The popcorn? <laughs> well, to me, that is so beautiful how God wants us to enjoy Him. Yes, yes. He, he really does. And, you know, that day I, I do a prayer meeting on Wednesday nights in my home, and Nicole Green has been coming to it, and I've gotten closer and closer to, to her through that. And one afternoon, my husband had bought some kernels of popcorn and I took it and put it in the pantry and the Holy Spirit said you're going to make popcorn tonight for the ladies and I said okay but totally you know just lost that thought lifted it up to heaven and um, during the meeting um, someone had seen this beautiful field of corn and we started praying into that and all of a sudden I saw this light come in on this corn and like a fire and oil flowing on this corn. And I went, popcorn! So I backed out of the room because we were all walking around as the Spirit was showing us how to pray this forth about this beautiful harvest of corn because yes. that's what is right. happening now. That's right. We all want to see revival in Las Vegas. Yes, Amen. We do. Amen. So, so the amazing thing thing is when I went out there and prepared that popcorn and delivered that popcorn to everybody we were in intercession prior to that but God wanted us to taste right. of him right yes. and um, the way I do popcorn is I put a little teeny bit of sugar and cinnamon so it's kind oh, of I that see. kettle corn yeah. you know with yeah. a little bit of butter a little bit of salt and I do make it myself all natural and so, except for the sugar, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody said, I have never had popcorn that tasted so good. But that's how God is. Right. That's how amazing he is Taste to us. Taste and see. That Taste he and is good. And yes. he does want us to enjoy him. And, you know, prayer is exciting. It, is. it can be so amazing. Um, the more and more um, I pressed in to him in that whole flow of enjoying him in prayer, going yeah. to heaven and, and having right. fun with him, that was that experience for me right. for the popcorn. But um, if you really look at that whole thing of the corn, you know, it's, it talks about that in the scripture about the oil, the wine, fresh right. oil, the wine, and the corn right. as well and the corn to me represents maturity and the oil is of course the right. oil of the, the holy, holy spirit, spirit. Yeah. Yeah. and the wine again is holy spirit amen also you know we think of what do we think of when we hear that word wine i think of communion right the communion with him also so we get to taste him too in that and i believe that's what he's trying to stir us back up in that and um when you have the oil when you have the wine and you have that maturity that's starting to come on the body right. of christ that's as right. we're getting free right. from the limitations that religion right. has tried to put on us where he's breaking control right. and that's what i love about you two ladies right 
<laughs> there's no control <laughs> in, no. in the flow of this no. conference. No, no it, because, it's God, because it's God's yeah. conference. It's not ours. Yeah. We're just to kind of there to facilitate that. it. And that's, yeah. you know, and that's that. what God's called us to do. Yes, I absolutely love that. One more idea or one more little thought <laughs> as we're, we're getting close to winding down here. But um, I can I can just hear this because it was part of my past as a young woman. Um, I was required to pray an hour a day, and I was raising children, working full-time job, and I can hear younger women out there saying, well, how am I going to do that? I, I want to pray more thing. with God. You thought about that, I was that, thinking Loretta? the same thing. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, so we just definitely need to hit on that. Right. Um, so what's your, you know, what would you say to something like that for our younger women? You know, what I've learned, you can pray without ceasing, right. like the scripture yes. says. I'm always While connected you're changing with diapers it. or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely, when I'm in the shower. In fact, that's one of the times where he really washes his right. spirit over me and he'll stir something up, bring someone to my heart, and I'll start praying. So you can pray all the time That's no matter right. where you're like a, in your car what you're doing, you can pray right. yeah yeah you don't have to always have that posture right religious posture of right. getting down on our knees now there's nothing wrong with praying on our knees right no, there's right. nothing exactly. wrong but you should have other, a quiet time, other, time. Yes. Yes. To make a time yeah you need that quiet time. I, I, wanna, I remember time. being a young young uh, gal and i was so busy i had three little babies and stuff but we, i had to travel to work I would paste like scriptures on my car and as I was driving I would look at the scriptures and then I'd get the word of God inside yes. me because the word is so important yes. you've got to have the word inside you but yes. I didn't have time to sit down and really read yes you know and study but I would take scriptures and I would just put them on my car thing yes. and memorize them yes you know that's another yes. thing we taught the women of River City right is is take scriptures and put them on your bathroom yes. your mirror or something. because you yes. know you're going to be looking in the mirror Absolutely. right, right. Yes. And so so I think all of those things that we did back in those prior right. years, they're still we're looking important. at the fruit of right. what God has exactly. done. Yes. The, the River City women, they're full of prayer. They're right. full of the word. And that's what we're trying to get back to. Yes. That's why yes. Terry Palmer yes. is taking this Bible studies. To, to the next uh, uh, place where we're going with the Bible studies and just getting back to that right. prayer. Yes. And like you said, you can pray any time. Absolutely. So don't be discouraged, young right. women. God's got his eyes on you. Keep your mind, your heart, your spirit set on him, and you're going to be amazed at what God is going right. to do through you in the coming season. So we thank you, uh, all of our listeners, for listening today to this Firestorm podcast. Diana, again, we thank, thank you, you so much. You've been a blessing. Thank you for sharing. You're awesome. And thank listen, you, you can uh, continue to pray for GLVWM. And you can speak prophetically into our life yes, any day. We right. trust you. I right. just want you to know you're trusted. And so thank, thank you, you again. And we will see you next week. God bless. God bless you too. Thank you for listening to the Firestorm Podcast. Our email is firestormpodcast at gmail.com. Please contact us if you have any questions or comments or just want to be a part of the conversation. We will see you next time.
The show you've just heard is part of the Streams of Many Waters podcast network. 